Gorge. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because <laughs> Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a uh, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, basically Sunday night. Uh, ready to do some podcasts find us wherever you get podcasts the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme 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 uh let's get right on into the show okay there's plenty of stuff to talk about um i think first we'll just start off with some just regular ass plain every day you see it <laughs> it's Normal ass news and you go what is this is this news is news we just gonna talk regular ass news let me play some music though so i know where to put this commercial later my brother made that beat mm, that beat nice yeah i feel like his beats take you on a journey it's not just it's not just a drop all right all right so news is happening mm-hmm. things to talk about social media and stuff i say we talk about it okay let's let's talk about it because i'm gonna be like a lot of the, uh, the audience i'm like who what i didn't mm. know that maybe maybe you will maybe you won't we'll find out find out together uh all right let's see let's start with a light when meek mill responds after being slammed for saying free tory lanes at, at a concert he is doing his set at rolling loud and he said you know what it's time to talk about the political prisoner tory lanes and uh uh he, he said this okay all right it's kind of bad audio but he says free tory lanes at the end of that uh i think meek mill is known famously for being in jail and all of us being like he should be out of jail and so now now maybe his thing is any rapper that goes to jail shouldn't be in jail regardless of if they're guilty or not um it's also a continuation of a long-term trend of ever since he's been out of jail uh i wish he was in twitter jail because he just has a penchant for putting his entire timberland in his mouth it's it's just he has said so many fucked up stupid things and you know most of it seeming to to be like when a woman is involved or something right he can't help himself but be like can't help himself 
so i know with the sookie hana thing he was like you know can we leave the dude alone that tried to sexually like harass her shit in front of everybody like, no bitch no we can't we can't do that we we can't that yeah. is it's a problem a crime happened just right. because a black man does it doesn't mean it, it it should you shouldn't be held accountable for your actions right um but the other thing too i'd say for for specifically uh like to make it a macro thing not just a meek mill thing mm-hmm. i think a lot of dudes struggle with this like actually it's two points i want to make the first one is i think a lot of this free so-and-so shit is bullshit and people just be saying it and there's no thought to it and it's not revolutionary it's not anti-prison or or whatever the fuck people are trying to make it out to be it's literally like i don't know the people that this person hurt so fuck them right i don't care about the people that they hurt so fuck them but you know we need to free young thug okay so all the fucking people that got robbed and all their shit was stolen i guess fuck them no justice for them no that just let rob them with impunity and then you just go be be out on the streets like nothing happened right you know it's not a well thought out stance in the first place very few of these free somebody movements are because people think they're either innocent or they've been over penalized like most of motherfuckers start like young thugs not even uh the trial hasn't even finished and it's like free him you know and it's like well there's it's a racketeering charge for stealing a bunch of shit from people and terrorizing a community a black community uh even if it's upper class black folks still black folks and it's like nah uh free him because i like his music i think it's that fucking simple for most people Mm -hmm. freedom because they famous um and then the second part is on a macro level so many black dudes think that empowerment for being a black dude is impunity from your own actions the consequences of them so it's like yeah uh this dude shot one of the most famous rappers on the planet earth why is he have to why should he have to go to jail for that though like that's that's what they're saying Mm so uh he put on his instagram i say free young thug free luchi free melly i don't even know why y'all start dealing with us if y'all gonna try to smear us that's why i stick to the trenches and he put uh what what is the draw line i got niggas locked up for bodies they ain't do i don't got a controlled voice what you're not making any sense and also i do believe what your first statement was true mm-hmm. he felt like i got entrapped so anybody else is automatically entrapped too like fuck fuck it's fuck weird though because fuck fuck the evidence it don't right. even matter it's like no at some period of time you got to look at the shit and i don't think meek's thing i can't remember the whole details but i don't even think his thing was he was not guilty it's just people felt he was being overly penalized for something that wasn't that big a deal and i can see that too. and in this case met one melly rapped about he had a song murder on my mind he rapped it oh, about dude, dude killing yeah. the dude it's his and homie he killed yes he rapped about killing the dude on the song and killed the dude gay details yeah the i don't got a control voice this is why meek was the face of the uh jay-z and rupert uh robert Kraft. this is why he was the face of that movement when people were like we need to stop the over incarceration of black people blah blah and I- but he was not the voice of that movement Mm-mm. if you notice if you seen somebody dropping a statement it was somebody professional prepared because meek mill is not ready for prime time when it comes to talking in public man like 
it it looks so fucking stupid uh to, to have him say some dumb shit like that but yeah free tory lanes what a dummy yeah, it's like and what are you saying he didn't do it or are you saying it just don't matter right and the thing a lot of times is you could have said nothing i know that's easier said than done i know social media and the way the world is today everybody feel like they got to give their opinions all the time but the truth be told sometimes no you don't mm-hmm. sometimes no you don't and in a situation like this you were not on the interview nobody had a microphone in your mouth there was no journalist there you just opted to say this like mm-hmm. like not so funny it's kind of different and even then you could opt not to say anything if you're asked a specific question and you're given a or you know me an answer that's completely different right but this right here you did it on your own accord not prompt not provoked not asked and then wonder why people got mad yeah it's just yeah and that, it would be another thing if he was either trolling or he was one of these people that was like man i don't even really care what social media got to say but then he comes out here and he'll like be mad or or toast some dumbass defense on social media and look it's not the worst thing in the world meaning that i i don't think anyone holds meek mill in such high esteem that we're like right like not a lot of people there are some people but there's not a lot of people that think he's like got a voice that needs to resonate throughout the community but it's just such an easy on go like dude should be easy to root for you got out of jail everyone was happy you got out of jail and then you just immediately start saying dumb shit and people like put them put them back in jail you know uh working from home could easily wipe 800 billion dollars from office values globally yeah that's why they want everybody to get back to work employees don't care employees Mm -hmm. don't care it's employers that care it's the rental it, 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 it it's the office people that care because you know what they I, I think you even read it i remember reading where they were saying that the value of these properties are tanking because nobody's fucking in them anymore mm-hmm. and so they're like we gotta get the we gotta get this up so we can get these taxes so we can you know make this guap that we've been getting off of people and so they kind of put pressures on the company and companies then the companies put pressure on people come back and truth be told now and i've said this before and i said again at first it was voluntary right terry right all those people done bought their asses back to work everybody else you're gonna force them to come back and when you force people to come back guess what you're gonna have an angry ass workforce guess what you're gonna have your your and, and and i think i read an article about this how they were saying how uh, people came back to work and, and, and their productivity tank. Yes, bitch. Now I have three to five hours of sitting in fucking traffic. Now I have to fight and rush to pick my child out up a daycare after six was $25 a minute. Now you've added extra shit to my commute now. Now I got to catch the bus. Now I have to get up and get everybody ready versus before I could just get my ass up, shower, walk three feet and clock in. Guess what you ain't gonna get overtime, bitch? Cause I'm getting off this motherfucking clock now. You're not getting people working extra for free because my computer's in the other room. So, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't, you can't have the, the, the the same productivity as you had in the office but you put like this you you want the same same productivity with people at home 
and you want that same productivity in the office but that's not working you know because it's one of those things where when people were scared of their jobs losing their jobs when there was a pandemic people did go above and beyond because they was like well shit i don't know if i'm gonna have a job but after a while that shit get tired you know people can only do the job of two or three people but so long and after a while they're gonna say bitch give me a pay raise or something or some shit like this like i'll give a, 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 a change my title because you know you're not gonna fucking work me to death and not hire anybody but yet you want me to bring my ass into a fucking office and add more time see it's not bothering you and also something else that makes me highly upset about this the people that make this motherfucking decision you know what they can fucking work commute you know what they still fucking do zoom you know what they can they can work out of office they can do that but yet they don't want anybody else to have the luxury to do that because it's about micromanaging it's 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 about it's, it's about uh, we want to be able to tell you what to do it's about the structure of of the working environment companies have not adjusted to people don't like being micromanaged people don't like being monitored most the average person is competent enough to do their job without you looking over their shoulders y'all got all these broken programs now you can see every goddamn keystroke you can see how long i was on the computer you can see you like you can do this you just don't want to implement it you rather have somebody there because i know firsthand and i've even I, and i've even done this at my job before where i haven't done shit all day but i look like i'm motherfucking busy so it don't goddamn matter so you know when people are at home people got to work you have to work because you know if you don't work your numbers and your productivity show and it's it's, it's one of those things where 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 um it's very angering and it's very frustrating particularly for the people that don't want to go if you want to go in cool but i don't think i should be forced to go in unless my job the job i do is something where i have to be in physical contact if it's not that type of job and it can be done remotely i don't understand uh office attendance is stabilized at 30 percent below pre-covid norms and only 37 percent of workers are going into the office every day according to mckenzie global institute uh they had a report uh they also add a string of recent signs that lasting changes to working habits uh that these are lasting changes of uh because the pandemic are hurting the value of commercial real estate a market also under strain from rising interest rates yeah the thing that i think is always that's interesting about the article and the framing of this there's probably a handful of people on the planet handful of corporations that can truly lease a fucking big ass office building right Mm -hmm. and when they're down bad when their when their investment isn't working out keep in mind we're not talking about the businesses losing money on like actual business stuff we're talking about them not maximizing the assets they have which is this building right when that happens suddenly society needs a solution suddenly this is a problem for all of us now that let's say that there's being very very generous let's say that's five percent of corporations and people that that can have the money to and and have invested in these buildings downtown buildings and all this shit um so the 95 percent of us that are much more happier working from home that that that's not the article the article should the article shouldn't be like yo people are so happy working from home they not when they have the option to come back to work they're opting not to the only way they're coming back to a physical place to work outside of their home seems to be if they're forced to and i understand there's people that have like colloquial anecdotal uh you know the 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 jail covan types of the world you know the the ones that are like i like when people you know wear the pants on their waist and uh 
button up the t-shirts or whatever the fuck you know those people like i like when you when my when you smile at me and my neighbor's getting coffee on the way down to the bus because and we see those people go viral on twitter because they get dunked on when they say that dumb shit where they're like not the jail says that dumb shit but when they say that dumb shit like you know listen i'm a manager and i think i like when everyone's in the office and i think it makes people dress better and do such and such and it's like yeah that fucking non that that immeasurable value that you're putting on it you know that like we can't put a number on that on on the, uh, like so like you got to get a babysitter and wear and tear in your car and uh all that type of shit so that i'll have a intrinsic value of respecting myself because i shaved this morning rather than uh yes. rather than stayed in my house and, and worked in my pajama pants like that's the thing that i think is the most infuriating because it's the way the society is geared not society but a lot of the media landscape is geared to just by the headline of this article you're putting their needs quote unquote you're putting their feelings above the feelings of people that are much happier being at home right because they go fuck your happiness bring your ass back to this goddamn plantation that's all they're saying and my thing is and also we're talking about the valuation of the property we're not even talking about like they actually like lost something right they're not like there it's like if they were to try to sell it today they it would be worth less money than it was before they're probably also paying less taxes on it than it were before yes. but like meanwhile you know what is going up the value of residential properties your apartment rent your home mortgage the property tax on your home is going up so while these motherfuckers are like complaining about it the money is coming from us now rather than than them in that in those areas so like i said it just feels like a rich people's problems are more important than regular people problems right and 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 it's very very fucked up and a lot of uh and my thing is this all i'm saying is make it optional and there go we shouldn't even have the option a lot of times Mm-hmm. you know they go nope fuck it bring your ass in here work these 40 hours five days a week some jobs don't even want to go hybrid they like no bring your ass in and i'm like well you're stripping me of that choice and then you wonder why you got grumpy ass employees then not and, and my biggest thing is this it's more to bringing people back in than just bringing people back in you know what goes up sexual harassment complaints you know what also go up uh, uh racial complaints you know what else like 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 all this shit hr didn't have to deal with this shit because motherfuckers was at home and they did it on zoom but when people get back together people are a problem and so all these things that you almost kind of eliminated is going to start roaring right. back which is the downside of you having people all together again waning demand for office space has driven down landlords asking rents with u.s cities suffering the sharpest falls in san francisco and new york last year asking rents fell 28 percent and 22 percent respectively good because they have been fucking rising off the charts for years and it was too high and i guarantee you it's still high i guarantee you it's still too high um but as compared to 2019 once inflation is taken into account in a moderate scenario demand for office space could be 13 percent lower by the end of the decade than it was in 2019 good we need an evening out of a lot of shit We, we i don't know why people think people look at the economy and they look at profits and they look at buildings and all this and they just go the numbers should always just be going up up and up and up 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 forever and there should never be an adjustment there should never be a bubble that burst or any of this stuff and maybe this is a bubble bursting and maybe we need that yeah and uh i was looking at something that tps said and another reason why what she say 
uh, she was saying that people in cubicles are still doing Zoom, which is true. Mm-hmm. Because when I remember when work from home, when when, people, when they started bringing people back, a lot of people that were, was going in were angry because they said, bitch, if I got to do Zoom, I could have did Zoom at home in my motherfucking pajamas. Because a right. lot, because what's happening is that a lot of people have realized the cheapness of your Zooms and your teens. You ain't got to fly people out. You ain't got to pay for hotel rooms. Like, yeah. like, like, like you want to cut that cost, right? But, but yet you want me to bring my ass in here and, and do the same shit that I was doing at home. Like, like having all these meetings do Zoom because everybody can't be in the same location, dealing mm-hmm. with bad audio. I can do this shit at the motherfucking house. Uh, mail delivery has been paused in a Texas town after nesting hawks began attacking people. Oh shit, they done had enough of us. Uh, the hawks actions have been so extreme, uh, that the USPS paused delivery. You gotta go pick your mail up at the local post office if you want it now. Oh shit, so if you can't make it, does she just piling up? Uh, yeah. Yeah, cause them cause- hawks is out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these ain't no atlanta hawks okay they mm. these motherfuckers is winning uh no offense uh calandra don't don't write that uh local residents eric resident eric klein told kvue that this isn't the first time that the hawks in the area have been aggressive with people since april i literally can't walk outside without having it sweep past me or hit me uh says it feels like being hit with like with a fist-sized rock Oof, that's that hurts fuck with these hawks like like some person fuck with the hawks and the hawks say all humans on the list fuck them maybe they've been talking to the orcas <laughs> i'm trying <laughs> that the animals have had enough of people they was like white gladys said y'all be fucking with people and shit that you know they was like we liked it when y'all was in the motherfucking house in 2020 right what y'all doing outside right stay your ass outside covid out here and me um yeah it's also interesting too because like i you know my thing is i feel like a well-motivated animal can beat a human in every time oh yeah i'm not fucking with no animals like i mean even the shit that we take for granted like a squirrel i think a squirrel will fuck you up a squirrel will fuck your ass like they all so much faster than us and shit they all Mm -hmm. stronger than us right no matter how small they are and on top of that it's more them than us yeah you one person but you get two or three or four of them motherfuckers together they would eat your ass up right i just think it's interesting because i like i said i've 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 had that thought before where i'm like yo if a fucking like house cat decides it's over for your ass it's over for your ass you're gonna have to kill it but it's gonna fuck you up in the meantime it ain't nothing you can do about it yeah but take that ass whooping when you get on twitter and you see people saying like you know i could beat up a line or whatever it's always like okay nigga then i guess you just don't watch discovery channel or whatever right you 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 know it's professionals that do this and you know they know the animals and they've studied the fucking animals they were like yeah we tranquilize that bitch they don't do that for no reason right all right let's go to the next article uh sheen is it sheen i'll be saying she in i thought it was she but i believe it's sheen okay sheen she in it's the same thing all right well sheen the fast fashion clothing retailer uh is facing a lawsuit that accuses the company of engaging in an elaborate operation to steal intellectual property from designers and they hitting them with the rico oh my damn what did they do the same shit they hit young thug with oh so they just out here trying to steal a bit of shit this is what they use to get the mafia the rico 
okay this is like a vast criminal conspiracy situation um and it's funny because one um they had a video that went viral of this tiktok like so sheen's been getting the uh and i and i i mean on some levels i'm sure it's extremely hypocritical and it's just people talking shit and it doesn't really matter and it's just a lot of online virtue signaling of look at us we found the thing wrong with the thing that's popular right i think that's really what's happening because you know there's not very many mass produced anythings that are good you know motherfuckers are wearing nikes and we're like they may have made these nikes with child labor you know motherfuckers ordering amazon and they making people piss on the floor so we there's like things we accept and ignore and sheen i think got so popular so fast everybody's like what's the downside because you can go on sheen and order fucking seven pairs of everything and get it at your house in five days and it only costs you like forty dollars right and it's like well how the fuck is that possible and how then, can you how can you afford this you wear it twice it tears apart but it doesn't matter it costs you a dollar 99 who gives a fuck All right. you can't wear it in the rain but you was only gonna go out there one time anyway with it you wear it rip it off throw it straight in the trash that's the you know and so it's bad for the environment blah 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 well a lot of people were like um this is like also labor violations that's how they can afford like the people that make the clothes um are doing such bad labor practices that they that's why they can afford like to to be be so cheap you'd be like there's no way right um and so what happened was there was this big thing where influencers went on a tour of this of the factory and then they came back and made they they influenced or attempted to making content based on saying like listen it's cool sheen we went through the factory we all got video of it and everything looked cool to us wasn't no slave labor up in there everybody was happy having a good time everybody was like your whole job too is not to investigate them like they're paying you so actually not trying to find your opinion on this matter don't count yeah and so sheen is like a chinese company you know uh now i have i have read Re- very recently that they're trying to distance themselves from china although i don't know how yeah you know i know they're moving fact headquarters and factories outside of the country but like are you gonna have zero investment in china and still be able to keep up all that prices and shit you've been doing because right. i don't know how that's gonna work mm-hmm. but look but that's because of the pressure from online it was so much like these motherfuckers are using china's exploitative labor practices da 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 and there's one girl this uh white girl that has been she went super viral uh because she was like uh one of the main people being like guys she is good ain't nothing wrong with it y'all tripping i went there here's a video of me doing such and such and doing this this is the paid advertisement man what are you talking about we (laughs) we understand it's a paid advertisement so like i said right your job was not to go up there and do any formal investigation so what are you talking about yeah you're not gonna trick me and and here's the thing i don't have the moral outrage about it because i'm not fucking 12 i'm a i'm a grown-up and i know the world's all fucked up and corrupt and uh whatever i order from any of these motherfuckers if 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 it costs if it don't cost enough more than likely somebody was was exploited to fucking make it i you know i'm a big boy in a big boy world you know i'm not i'm not pretending you know if i play a video game and then i read an article later like 
they were making people work 60 hours a week i'd be like yep yep that sounds about right you know because this is a 60 hour week game this is last of us too right ain't no way they made this shit in anything less than 80 hours of unpaid labor there's no way it's too good but uh yeah so they roasted that woman like, like they roasted her bad by the way they got into a personal life uh talk about her boyfriend like look she dating a slim black man and she a thick white girl i knew it i could tell from the haircut i'm like this is this no longer has anything to do with sheen that'd be my point that'd be all off topic what this got to do with labor practices ma'am it became a personal attack i go okay uh i don't i'm ignoring you ma'am and i just keep going right but um so eventually this drew a lot of attention and stuff and now they're being sued but what they're being sued about is not necessarily their labor practices they're being sued because uh they allegedly trove the internet pinterest everything like social media for for different fashion creators and creatives mm-hmm. and they were just taking their designs and making them in in china or whatever without actually paying yeah because in china from my understanding it's different they don't their have- copyright is different than ours yes, they're not is. even beholden to our copyright Mm-mm um and if it's a government thing the government can just take your copyright like fuck that shit it's ours but uh what i think is interesting on that front is uh that they're not necessarily going down for labor practices then which is the thing everybody was supposed to be mad about but stealing motherfuckers work is still fucked up i don't know what the like i guess they'll have to their u.s wing will be the one that has to face this in trial or something Mm mm-hmm but uh oh, like we can't yeah. go after y'all but we can go after you here in the states because we got rules against that bullshit right uh so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with sheen but i can't believe they got hit with the rico before arby's i mean <laughs> who, who had that shit on that bucket list Not who me. knew uh another thing that went viral a woman turned down an ice cream date for being the bare minimum and it sparked an online debate that was hot about this shit this is dumb so you did see this one okay now, this one i seen because these niggas was talking about this shit i i didn't know what happened all i know is everybody was talking about ice cream i said what the fuck we talking about ice cream for yeah so um the she's so this is on reddit that started this which is like reddit is such an interesting source of news because nothing can truly be verified on reddit it's the purpose of reddit to be honest mm-hmm. but stuff like am i the asshole which could be completely made up mm-hmm. some you know some reddit about people cheating or some outlandish story people are like they eat it up and they go viral and they like to argue about it and it feels a lot like black the old tradition of black morning shows where they would read like it's the strawberry letter and it's like this shit probably didn't happen to nobody but whatever it's good enough to argue about you know because it's, it it's always a story to take it like three steps further than reality where you like and the person he was cheating with was your daddy what and it's like okay this is probably content you know but uh this screenshot uh which is another angle of things i i want to discuss real quick is um or just i want to note real quick i still don't know the rules to when the fuck y'all can and, violate and, each and, other's privacy and, and 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 my thing when i seen the text messages because not trying to be funny y'all are weird because this was a private conversation that literally should have fucking stayed private and a lot of people do this shit on like date naps and things like that and they make it public well sometimes that person might not want the information that they had with you and what they considered a private conversation public they might not want that 
and i understand it's on your phone blah 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 blah, blah. I, I completely understand that but also when people do that think about this if this was to happen to you if you were on the other side and somebody takes what you have out of context sometimes because there's tweet there's post before and there's post after and be like look at what they said the average person would be fucking highly upset also you're not putting this into an environment like if you sent me this screenshot and we were friends and you said look at what happened in my on my day nap blah 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 and we're friends it's a safe place i'm gonna have your back because we friends if you didn't do nothing too crazy or egregious i'm gonna be like yo and if you did do something wild i'd be like hey you know you might be wrong here because you're my friend but i'm not trying to ridicule you i'm just telling you on a personal level the way i'm reading this it seems like maybe perhaps you're the one that's overreacting which the internet's not like that nope. so when they share this shit on social media i say it's 50 50 if not like 60 40 people turning on you the original poster and being like fuck you because they're not your friends Mm -mm. which is like why it's such a weird idea to share this shit on the internet in the first place because it's not a uh, the internet is always an away game okay you always on the road uh ain't no home games on the internet (laughs) so um but yeah so she shared this screenshot uh can you see it on your screen now yes okay cool can you read the blue you can be vance i'll be her uh hi this is vance hi smiley face emoji hope you had a good day i'm excited for tomorrow oh hold on it's small uh, oh, oh i'm sorry do i have to make it big i don't know if i can make it big on my end okay i move closer to the screen y'all so oh oh you know what no i can just do this this, this is now just weird i, I got it i'm sorry I, I got my glasses on too y'all i was like Wait i thought a the, i thought you had the the ones that had the progressive vision you still couldn't see mm, i can see it on my big ass screen um nigga you got a big ass <laughs> screen i got a laptop it ain't the same i know baby i'm joking uh i hope you had a good day i'm excited for tomorrow i could pick you up but if you're not comfortable with that we can just meet there i don't know why but i'm feeling like getting some ice cream in this hot weather hot fate like sweating emoji lol now i want to note something that i really haven't seen much in the discourse he's relating it to the hot weather so which is very valid at this fucking point it's hot as balls out you know all the time (laughs) so you know with global warming i get you know but people you know it's like a cute like you know ha 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 you know um she says sorry if this may come off as rude which i mean honestly isn't it always going to when you say start preface anything with that anyway sorry about if this may come off as rude but i don't do ice cream dates i'm a 26 year old woman and and a date like that seems like the absolute bare minimum for me meeting up would be a waste of both of our time since we probably don't have the same vibe best wishes and he just put cool with with the sunglasses emoji right and that literally should have been in the end of the interaction yeah uh well it was the end of the interaction Mm -hmm. oh you mean they shouldn't have shared it with us okay yeah yeah, i feel like 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 yeah it's not really our business it doesn't sound like it was disrespectful nobody got called out of their name you know he gave a suggestion you said that wasn't your vibe okay not so funny it's like the end all rejection is essentially a favor that they're doing you even even if you feel like it's not valid then that person just introduced that they're not valid to you you know what i'm saying like like if someone says i don't go on dates with people that uh 
i don't know people that drive their own cars i only date people that got oh i don't date guys that, that drive buses unless they own the bus that person just did you a favor because if you think that is a ridiculous point of view they're gonna have many more ridiculous points of view that you know have to deal with you no longer have to deal with because you won't be dating them right right all rejection is a favor even like it might hurt you might not like it but they did you a fucking favor it's just a fact if if a motherfucker uh ghost you in the middle of dating whatever the fuck they did they did you a favor it sucks and it hurts but in the long run that there's other ways to be the to be hurt by a person like that and the rejection of dating is the probably the least hurtful one of the ways that can hurt you you know um but the other thing i was gonna say too is the sharing of it and her adding the macro level like you know this this seems like the bare minimum to me it would be a waste of both of our times it it you know it's that it's that extra little needling that i think made people respond with i go on an ice cream date i'll do it which fine and you and this gentleman should go on a date you know <laughs> like it's not it's not a deal breaker to you and it seems like the vast majority of people don't find it to be the deal breaker she's also only 26 and you know 26 is like prime like young people shit like maybe there's a bunch of 40 year olds that also would be insulted at ice cream date but like from what i gathered just anecdotally on social media people our age were much more chill about it because i think we're older and we're just chilling out now we're not everything doesn't have to be make or break every relationship isn't you know the end of it you had you've had 44 years of ups and downs and experiences and dates and mismatches and shit it ain't it don't really like an ice cream date to people doesn't really mean anything bigger than that because they're like i've seen I've, I've all we've all experienced too much now yeah and also it's one of those things where you say that needling is her personal experience so so right. basically you've which we all do in relationships don't get me wrong but instead of just been like that's you know but no that's not my thing and it like all that extra shit was you bringing your baggage to the table right and even then that person's like okay cool you know yeah. what i'm saying like like they didn't respond or anything like that you know yeah i didn't feel like uh i think that's another reason the bar varies for men it's much lower mm-hmm. but because the man quote unquote in this because we don't know if any of this is real mm-hmm. because of the man in this uh scenario wasn't rude he wasn't entitled he didn't react uh in an aggressive or angry way nothing creepy was in here he was nice the whole time i think because of that that's another reason because like i said the bar is low that's another reason people are immediately on his side quote unquote like bitch you should win on that date ain't there ain't no nice man out here buying ice cream or otherwise yeah like i said (laughs) not obligated to go you're not obligated to go at all but that you know like everything else with parenting and discipline and all this shit once you open it up to the internet they can interpret it how they have they want to and your initial intentions they don't care anything about that it would the the, the event becomes theirs it's no also like to you to me i mean the other side of this is everyone going all she did was let people know her standards and y'all are all overreacting good for her basically right which i can see that point of view as well i'm not really like mm-hmm to me i didn't see it as like i just i guess what i'm saying is to me a no in that case if you really mean no is just a no the 
you're not really letting the world know your standards on the dating app like that's not this or you can but that's not the space for it right then it's just content and you know i look i see through the shit to be content to be like then you took a screenshot and shared it on social media somewhere or someone thought to but my point being um i think people can see her point of view without it being like she uh has to be like this is insane i can't believe this woman is so mean and crazy like i can see this point of view especially at 26 probably got mad date opportunities or you're anticipating dating opportunities and stuff you got the whole life ahead of you and it's like yeah i don't i'm not messing with ice cream dates right now okay cool i think it's the whole like and basically you have nothing to offer we completely must be on the same different vibes to even for you to say some shit it's like oh, okay cool right they so don't, extra like, level because you could have just said no and then we could have stopped talking and then it wouldn't have been a problem right you know, <laughs> right and to me it's just that simple and yeah. also you know one one of those things to where that was additional information that actually like i said didn't need to be added nobody had to know right um and because you added that like you said that's the part that made people go well you're the asshole not him because he ba-. and he accepted your no and literally kept it tracking like right and i mean well also like dating apps are for getting to know people correct and a lot of times the the conversations you're gonna have aren't really like uh they might not always elevate to the like we know each other well enough to like really be around each other like that and a lot of people feel like a coffee date or ice cream date is a low pressure get to know you date like an interview it's during the middle of the day normally both of you can make you make plans or pretend to have plans afterwards and you can like put a finite time limit on it like hey we sat here for an hour if we're if if i'm if i feel like ugh, i gotta get the fuck out of here hey i gotta get back to work this is nice well maybe we'll do it again sometimes and of course we won't um if 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 it's great you can go you you know it's like cool i'll just don't go back to work and we can hang out if we both are in feeling this or whatever we can go to a, a a dinner place for a date date now you know um so and and there's and so there's benefits to it i'm a low pressure type of person i like right. low pressure things in general in my life mm-hmm. it's not about having low quality or low um standards because uh when you know when we do stuff is it might be low pressure but you know uh, i see the things you order on the menu it's high cost <laughs> you know i'm trying to tell you <laughs> like i said like, karen's just always curious about the most expensive thing on the fucking menu it's just <laughs> it's what it is just always curious guys just always because i like to spend your money right and so i think <laughs> like i think also like people exert a lot of pressure on dates so then it's like you know there's there's just different mentalities there's mm-hmm. the, you should be trying to impress me show up in a suit go to take me to a fancy place i don't give a fuck if we don't even know each other's last names yet this is what i want and if that's what you want out of life at that age go for it fuck it man no one should be able to tell you no it, it, only thing should tell you no is the results if, if you if you say hey my standard is blank and you ain't going on dates then uh, your standard is high you know if you're if, if you're going on a lot of dates maybe your standard is too low if it's just like anyone can give you some mcdonald's napkins like damn i've been on 37 dates this morning it's like raise it up a little bit you gotta adjust <laughs> um but yeah i just think uh people got so entitled about it because i got so upset about it because it just hit at people's insecurities mm-hmm. um so strongly you know oh yeah this right here was 
that perfect facebook mean thoughts yeah and everybody just ran and it boils down particularly on twitter anything that's male or female particularly cis hat straight it rolls through that motherfucker like was it sunday morning it rolled through that motherfucker like wildfire right. i don't remember if it's sunday morning but it was probably about then and of course there was a lot of uh i'd go on them dates you know people which uh of course a lot of people go on an ice cream date i don't disbelieve them you know like i think most people seem to be pretty fucking chill about this shit <laughs> you know it's just she has decided that this means something very important to her that and it stays it says something i don't know deeper to her than it does to many of us and mm-hmm. that's what she wants to stake her claim on then you know to more good luck to her yeah and it's also one of those things to where like anything else uh, as you get older things change things that were lord have mercy the end of the world at 30 you get to 40 you be like nigga that shit really wasn't that fucking important yeah you know but but you have to get to a point where you decided you know and I you, think, for you yourself you decide to change i think also especially like i think men and women in the cishet world at least and maybe it's uh i don't know enough about other types of dating to really say specifically but young people it's like a lottery ticket for them like when you're young you shoot for the sky like i hope i get an nba player i hope i get a fucking ceo or some shit and i feel like by the time you get older is when you start realizing like how futile it was to chase certain uh surface level things anyway you know how uh, i think people start dealing with like real like you get you deal with some assholes and you start being like fuck a good person seems more valuable than a lot of the shit that i've been placing my value system on not everybody obviously some of y'all are still kind of like wherever you were at 25 is exactly what you want at 45 but a lot of people i think they just change and your range of what's acceptable becomes different it's like yes fuck i was too caught up in looks oh i was too caught up in money oh, i was too caught up in education i was too much or whatever your adjustment is you know um maybe you weren't caught up enough in these things whatever it is so at 26 i'm not surprised that somebody's like very high quote unquote with their bar of like nah fuck that and also i'm not surprised that all of the older people i know are much lower with their bar with the like ice cream they seem cool to me like yeah you're more you're chilled out you're older you know it's not the end of the world you know that's not really about uh that's that doesn't really mean you're not on the same vibe just one fucking date like so i i know i know older people seem to be more chill about it but like i said i don't really find it that crazy or that mean or whatever that this woman is not with that at 26 yeah me either Mm -mm, because you know that's shit that people do in their 20s and as you get older you be like okay right y'all 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 you be like y'all got it yeah so you know good luck to everybody man um uh let's see what else we got here but you know uh i wish i had a hotter take but i don't have one Mm-mm. uh <laughs> the first over-the-counter birth control pill has been approved by the fda yes we was listening to something uh podcast npr podcast one of them podcasts and i heard about this and i said great this right here is just as big as when they made um uh over the counter uh yeast infection uh stuff over the counter because for years because the thing about yeast infection is that 
it's common it's common among people with vaginas just period it could be your birth control it could be a medication that your doctor have you on it could be stress it could be a lot of things that 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 causes this to happen and motherfuckers would have to go to the doctor every single fucking time for them to test you to tell you it's nothing but a basic ass yeast infection and you're like nigga you know so now i got to schedule off work doctor's appointment like it is a whole fucking ordeal just to be able to get it when it became over the counter it's just simpler it's easier i could just go pick it up with my bacon eggs or whatever and i buy my groceries go home handle business and everybody can keep trucking i don't have to disrupt my day and the thing about but the thing about birth control as somebody who has been on birth controls it's a whole ass fucking ordeal and you have to go back yearly and you have to get a pap smear and like like it it, it is not something simple and uh, a lot of times you have to change it like it can't like sometimes you get a birth control that's just not for you and the effects and the side effects it has on your body you got to go get a different type of birth control or different get on a different method um which happens a lot you know um the other thing i was going to bring up too you know whose birth control is in there already over the counter people with penises you ain't gotta fill out nothing they ain't gotta do just right there on the counter for you to grab right there um some magnums give me some lifestyle right and then with a country that has a supreme court that says y'all on your own when it comes to women's reproductive health uh you damn right that uh then birth control should be available over the counter and 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 my thing the biggest reason for me and and because most parents if you're a good parent you are understanding of 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 at one at some period of time your child will have sex like at some period of time you're realistic about that you have conversations with your child you adjust over the years according to their age you go through men, you know menstrual cycles menopause you know and all that shit unless your parents have hang-ups or and sometimes a lot of times it has stem in religion they just they, they just like just pray it away rebuke the devil and he will flee that shit don't work for everybody and so you have people who um particularly when you talk about that teenager age range who engage in these activities but they don't talk to their parents they don't share these things with their parents they don't have these conversations with their parents because as somebody whose parent lied to them like yeah my mama i love her she lied to me you could talk to me about everything bitch no i can't you lied to me because when i did you lost your motherfucking mind you didn't mean it and so once that trust was broken we never talked about that bullshit again and i know that there are other children like that there's something that happened that trust was broke between a child and a parent and the child because of their not being able to mature not being able to communicate and parents not being able to handle the truth from their children about their parenting because every parent thinks that their parenting is the best no your parenting style may not suit your child if your child says well mama this might work for me to better that might work for me to better a lot of times you know what you become your parents 
because you turn around and be like well this always been done like this you know it versus actually listening to the child and actually meeting the child's standards and meeting the child's need and working with the child so yes i agree about the birth control because there's a lot of teenagers that can skip past all that bullshit and buy it over the counter for themselves well that's the thing we don't know that for sure because i would imagine there's probably some age limits to that okay so they're probably not gonna let like a 12 year old or 13 year old buy this over the counter probably 18 i'm guessing i I don't know for a fact but i you know if not then that's definitely gonna get challenged in court and that's definitely gonna end up going to supreme yeah, court i, I could see, I could, I could um, see 18. but i would imagine that there's some type of age limit and if not then maybe parental consent they're probably going to treat this like how you can't go uh like you can't go into the store and buy like you know alcohol or cigarettes or something i'm guessing they're gonna start carding because i'm sure that republicans are gonna make it seem like that's gonna be in the first attack ad is 11 year olds are buying birth control behind their parents back you know so i don't know in this article if they say what the what the limit is um but yeah it, I, that's definitely something i'm wondering now like you made me wonder because i think that is a good thing to be able to go around parents and it might be something you can't do till 16 or 18 according to whatever the law is right uh but yeah i think it is a good thing sometimes because uh, a lot of people's birth control beliefs about their children are rooted in a lot of uh you know a lot of control a lot of religiosity shit a lot of stuff like that and i get it it's your kid i'm not saying your kid's supposed to be able to do whatever they want to do but Mm -hmm. So some of this stuff is you know how do you deal with it uh when you won't even admit your kid is a fucking like a human at some point that Correct. you can't control all the time right you act like these desires don't exist and they're not real and that you didn't have these same desires and right. i think for a lot of parents they know oh, they do say they also they do allow internet purchases as well but go ahead even better um they do uh uh as 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 parents they reflect on on the things that they did and they fucking panic i was out here being wild and 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 knocking and bucking and all this bullshit and 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 this is why you have parents who watch euphoria which is a tv show which is designed to be over the top and they be like this is how kids do you be like no 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 it's it's not to that extreme not 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 to say that it's not to that ex- you know not to say these things don't exist but it's not to this extreme because parents just freak the fuck out versus sometimes basing shit in reality mm-hmm. i'm reading also like i'm like i google can age limit to buy birth control online um but it's like some of it seems a little contradictory like some of it's saying 16 because some states um, it is like you legally 16 yeah yeah um yeah it says the kind of birth control you want to get the insurance you have uh the state you live in your parents consent are all things that depending on the state would come into play so um but yeah i'm i'm very like this is gonna be an interesting thing to see uh the other thing too that we're not talking about too is like uh because birth control is not always just for pregnancy prevention Mm -mm. uh you can use to regulate hormones your period all kinds of stuff that's why i got on it my and it's a motherfucking beast and also um um these kids are not fucking now 
these kids are having the least sex they're having the least pregnancies they're having the least whatever children right yeah um just because we're like they're they're these kids are safer than we were yes and and we were safer than we were safer than our parents as well like uh we in america anyway a lot of this stuff is trending towards you know safer and and less uh less danger and less fucking and less uh pregnancies and less stds for the youth and uh we're still reacting uh, probably out of fear for our own kids or whatever Mm -hmm. but we're reacting as if it's fucking uh uh lean on me right right and you're like and i understand because as a parent your whole thing is my whole job is to protect my child i completely get that and i completely understand that but sometimes those fears are not based in reality because when you fucking turn around and tell the parent hey y'all do know that they're actually having less kids than we that you know less kids as teenagers than we are we have not that they don't exist yeah. but the number is like significantly lower parents don't want to hear that shit Yep. they just like nope my nope duh, duh, nope and you like well that's not realistic you know it it, it it and it's thing is now they have things at their fingertips that we didn't have to have access to shit good bad or different that you that as a parent you have to navigate that we didn't have so a lot of them are making more educated decisions yeah um all right let's get into some other segments uh let's do some fucking with black people a white woman loses her job after viral tiktok sees her harassing black man fishing in his neighborhood oh shit bothering the brother fishing he just on there fishing trying to trying to chill out i thought fishing was supposed to be peaceful i mean it is to a white person see i guess uh this is uh the tiktok uh from fishing bay to ga hello how are you good how are you trying to make it bigger but i can't i love how they they said oh well actually maybe i can go to the thing now but um i love how they she goes like um uh she's like uh, uh, like why are you asking or whatever she goes i have to ask no you don't ma'am you don't work there you is the video bigger now on your screen mm-hmm. okay cool hello how are you good how are you you guys residents here right you guys residents here ma'am are you police like what who do you work for the security right you're in, you're in pajama pants and the tank top i assume that you you're right you're driving a regular ass car i assume you you a person out here like we are are we bothering so she the base the woman with him that's holding the camera i believe or maybe he's holding it she's but she's off camera and he's she says are we bothering you and she just goes like i have to ask i'm like what you have to ask were you having a conversation with somebody and was like i got to go over there and ask do these negroes belong here right show, basically it's show me your papers all 
so she brings up that it's a residence only lake and then she does the 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 hand gesture like a shrug almost like so i, I don't have to prove shit to you I, I, get I, your I, black ass out of here unless you call the motherfucking cops like <laughs> no so skedaddle niggers i'm not giving you permission to film ma'am Bitch, you came over here you over here trying to make permission for me to fish you came over here like mind your business she's yeah, like she says she's gonna take pictures of her license plate and forward it on which is what you should have fucking did anyway hey so y'all hear what i go through right this the third person this the third person i'm in my own neighborhood and a white person came and oh now he's talking to us in the camera this is the third which means that everybody keep riding by be like do y'all niggas belong here i guess she just unlucky third she just third times a charm because they had to got tired the first two people uh they lucky he ain't putting on the camera bother me while i'm fishing another white person came and bothered me while i'm fishing this the third time she's like oh no i'm not giving you permission to film this is my phone i can film and do whatever i want i study the law (laughs) i study the law thank you that's sad too we black people we gotta study the law and he's right like i like i black people doing recreational shit we we gotta be prepared for the worst so it's like mm-hmm. what are the laws for walking in the park white people have never thought that sentence in their life even when we travel internationally we will actually be like what is y'all laws over yeah. there like white people don't even have to think like that white people be doing wild shit like tearing down korean flags at the hotel and you be and, like and that's that's gotta be 50 years in prison and then get shocked when the people be like you can't do that bullshit yeah like white people don't they just think they know the law they just they, like all them videos you see about white people talking to cops and just yelling at them those white people don't actually know the laws they just making them up mm-hmm. and they write they always write though it's innate it's internal into them they, they're able to say like you can't pull me over in a 55 if i'm doing 54 and it's like that's correct because you're a white man um <laughs> i'm sorry hey well, well don't, don't leave now do you want to say hey do you live here where you live what's your address where do you live <laughs> where do you live this is unbelievable where do you live uh, why what, what's your name by the way because at the next Karen? meeting i'm definitely going to mention <laughs> the, the the black woman he's with i'm assuming she's black but the woman he's with said karen <laughs> you say what's your name karen <laughs> And by the way, because at the next Karen. meeting, I'm definitely going to mention you. Her name is Karen. <laughs> wait, wait. Matter of fact, let me get your, let me get your, um, let me turn this phone around. Let me go ahead and get your. Yeah, your license and tag and shit since we want to get license and motherfucking tags of people. Right. So that happened. That goes wrong. Leave people the fuck alone. If they don't belong there, fuck it. They're not bothering nobody. Right. It's, it, it happens all the time. There's times I'm on my business so well. I don't know how it's so hard for other people. I don't. But I'm pretty good at just minding my fucking business, being like, ain't got shit to do with me. Nothing to do with me. Do, 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 do. Right. I do it all the time. So she ended up getting fired from her job after the company found out she harassed this, this black man while he was fishing. Uh, his name is Anthony Gibson. WSB TV reports that gibson was fishing at the lake in his neighborhood in noonan noonan when the woman came up to him and started asking 20 questions are you guys residents here are we bothering anyone says his companion this lake is for residents only we just played all this but he is he has over forty six thousand followers so she really fucked with the wrong one on tiktok yes she did 
which you would think that social media would be an equalizing factor in a bunch of this racist stuff because white people shouldn't just be looking and going there's three black people that just walked in my restaurant i'm gonna be racist to them they should be thinking that could be three million followers i don't know they don't because they don't care i can't tell them apart let me just leave them alone you know mm-hmm. I, yeah. gotta, I gotta get this system out gizmo has over forty six thousand followers 1.3 million likes on his page uh and during the clip he said it's the third person blah 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 um so according to the outlet sea glass therapy announced via facebook that this woman who was an independent contractor was fired sea glass therapy is a place of acceptance healing and inclusion of all people regardless of race gender sex orientation religion or background we stand against discrimination of all forms we have terminated our business relationship with the independent contractor tanya in order to update our values and standards we strive to be a service to our uh community and do whatever we can to accommodate the needs and of operating it with integrity right but they was like uh bitch we can't have people calling up here angry because of what you did like our whole thing is tolerance we we fucking therapy and they will be like this makes us question people that black people that you've interacted with in the past people realize when you do this you've done this before and who else have you harassed and had microaggressions and all that shit too and now we liable to deal with lawsuits and all type because you know when this shit come up people go yeah that bitch is racist to me us as a company have to deal with that how many yeah because like how many black people have been fishing or doing whatever got harassed by that woman and just went home and didn't tell nobody they didn't have forty five thousand followers or whatever because because like you said people that do this kind of shit probably do this kind of shit a lot you know mm-hmm. um now what's interesting here uh zero to a hundred obviously but what's interesting here is at no point do we actually have proof that she did it because they were black like she didn't say anything racial uh, he he assumed such and then said so but i just think it's interesting that for the the way the article was framed the way he understood it the way the black woman that was with him understood it we all picked up on that this wouldn't be happening if it was white people fishing because y'all don't bother them y'all let them be even if they don't fucking belong there just saying zero to a hundred this gets this gets uh 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 decarus like mm. shit like this bothers me and shit like this also is a fear that i have i mean even though odds of it happening are low that i'm minding my own motherfucking business not bothering nobody and all of a sudden white people think they have it on their own authority to come at me i really do hope and pray i keep it all together i really do 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 hope that i have my patience cap on and all that other bullshit you know because let's say he would have showed it to you now you know i stay bitch it's none of your fucking business yeah um i give it a a a hundred as well i mean a dracars as well just black people minding their business you know and my dad fishes a lot and stuff and i you know it's one of those things i worry about not not to having like i just i worry about it just because how fucking insane this country is you know at, at at once we are the most connected through the internet country but we're also like separate in so many ways and we're also like getting so many messages about not trusting each other not being able to be around each other and when you see stuff like this even if it's just a very low percentage chance of it happening 
the the idea of some random white person threatening your space because they just decided to go fucking white person is so scary it's a fear that a lot of us harbor you know even in outside spaces people be like why white why black people don't do blank why black people don't go camping black people don't do this and uh black people don't travel and stuff and i'm like i I, i'm with you in that those are things we can do better and do more of if we want to do it but a lot of it is a genuine fear that is related to stuff like this where it's like Mm -hmm. you know we're worried about we're not just worried about the bears going going uh ham we're worried about a white person going feral too because they have too much power authority and too much time on their hands apparently in some of these situations right and a lot of times it's very frustrating uh because it's just like i have authority you're not a cop you're not a police officer you can't enforce any motherfucking laws right but yet you off your whiteness you just have the authority it's very very frustrating and it happens sometimes in like basic ass conversations Mm -hmm. because i remember this happened years ago you know how i called everybody sweetie honey baby most people just ignore me Mm -hmm. and so i was talking to the cashier at uh, uh at Harris Teeter years ago and I said, Hey sweetie, blah, blah 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 and this white woman out of nowhere, they have a name tag. And I turned around and I looked at the lady and I didn't say anything but deep down in deep down in my heart I was like, Bitch, do you think I give a fucking what nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody asked you for your fucking opinion. I see that goddamn name tag. I chose to call him honey baby sweetie. That's my motherfucking business oh so it wasn't the person that you called that that was upset it was a random white lady yes the lady right behind me right exactly she could have minded her fucking business yes um the other thing that's interesting about that too because i think white women and their struggles and in in personhood are just different than ours Mm -hmm. and their struggles have been especially from uh for them from the opposite perspective you know it's like a revolution for a lot of black women as of the last probably 10 to 15 years has been wanting to be seen as sexual but also in control of your sexuality mm-hmm. um which is a thing that white feminists went through in like the 70s right you know we controlling their se- like i want to be mm-hmm. sexual but i also want to be controlling of my sexuality um and so we're seeing it with megan and cardi and nikki and and beyonce and even michelle obama and stuff like that like this is my body and it's attractive and and who gives a fuck you know what what you think and it's not even about you it's about me right but white women have been so put on a pedestal of the epitome of femininity and attractiveness their rebellion is away from the genteel they're they, you know their their rebellion is away from the sexual attraction in some cases or away from the ma'am and the and the lady you know because they're like i don't i don't want to y'all been calling me that shit my whole life you, i'm a i'm a i'm, I'm against sweetie pie i'm against honey because i've been honey and sugar tits and all kinds of shit when my name is such and such so she took her insecurity about her feminism and femininity and and struggle and then put it on transpose it on to whoever you would call honey baby sugar and and tried to and tried to teach you a lesson in that way with that bullshit you know but she could have just kept her motherfucking mouth closed because wasn't nobody talking her ass correct and and i remember the situation i'll never forget it. it made me highly upset and i did not say anything i just basically wide-eyed stared the fuck out of her and turned around and started talking to the cashier mm-hmm. because in my head i was like 
you know yourself that karen if you open up your mouth is gonna be a motherfucking problem talk to the cashier and get your ass out of here yeah she didn't know you but you're also not a very confrontational person like that anyway mm-hmm. so you know it probably even if you would have been heated and you didn't have like an altercation with them in that moment um that doesn't say anything about you know you or your the right or wrong it's just i know you're not confrontational you're we get out the car and somebody rudely bushes past you and you apologize to them and then later you tell me how you were feeling on the inside you know and i think uh people mistake that sometimes for being like easy or pushover so she probably thought like i i corrected her she'll know not to call him sweetie baby honey pie next time because i fucking white lady explained that shit but it's that authority that i pe- think people reject in a lot of yeah, cases yeah and also truth be told and i play this i did not know why i was like this some of it is my childhood but as an adult particularly as a black woman i mean you have talked about this i try my best to de-escalate and so you know a lot of that niceness and kindness is a form of de-escalating because the Mm. last thing i want to do is shit to get out of control and all of a sudden shit is happening that i didn't plan on happening i'm getting a fucking fist fight somebody put out a goddamn gun anything so i'm like you know what anything to just get away from you yeah i think there's some truth to that i think the, your way of de-escalating is probably uh being overly nice and, and outgoing towards everybody in a space uh in a lot of places um to disarm them or something like that mm-hmm. not saying you i don't think you process it that cynically and mm-hmm. but i think you know compared to like me i'm i'm more of a i don't want to make a big fuss and scene because you motherfuckers think i'm dangerous or something and so it's easier for me to be like let me read my book i'm just over here minding my business i'm not talking to anybody i'm just i'm being polite and professional but i'm not you know courting a bunch of attention i'm not gregarious like that with people i don't know um you see me out hanging out talking holding court then it's probably just i know a lot of people at that moment at that place but um i think so the other thing is like i said coming from that white woman perspective honey sugar baby has been used to dismiss them so they don't like what you see as disarming the room they see as attacking them as like oh i'm less than i remember one time i have a conversation on twitter a conversation it was a long time ago this lady was mad about something and uh she was in my mentions and i was like ma'am like just you know just ma'am this like this white lady went on the longest fucking thread about how don't you because i she don't you ma'am me da 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 i said ma'am is a sign of respect down here like me calling you ma'am in that situation is more of a like i'm giving you respect but i'm also this is a laughing respect i'm giving you like ma'am and then we ha 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 not this wasn't a ma'am or whatever however you felt it inside however that is not how we hold it in my culture that's not what we do down here we call you miss april is a sign of respect you know Mm -hmm. like it ain't the same as as whatever that shit you're selling is but but she was so in her own like cultural frame of reference Mm -hmm. her own she couldn't see beyond that and i think that's what those moments are and that's what happens but uh but yeah it does this has nothing to do with the fishing shit at this point Mm -hmm. just this this motherfucker's crazy this she need to lead him along yes uh next one fans can't get their heads around the number of celebrities at christian bell's 
dinner photo party party dinner party photo so she had a dinner party the actress and she had a lot of famous people right there and i know what you're thinking karen why is this in fucking with black people uh that's her and all the famous people she knows i recognize like three of them but i feel like all of them are famous mm-hmm. you know uh i i i know this is jennifer aniston for sure mm-hmm. uh i think this might be the nigga from is that uh, courtney jason cox? not courtney cox uh courtney cox maybe uh, yeah let's go courtney cox right here let's go with jason bateman right here uh we could be wrong about all these yeah, i assume sorry, this is yeah. kristen bell uh kirsten bell maybe or kristen kristen yeah. bell I'm, um, I'm sorry if it's the wrong white woman but do you notice anything else about this picture yeah ain't nobody brown in it nobody brown in it karen and that's what the internet noticed and twitter was very upset about this picture they said uh-uh yeah, they was happy minding their own everything ain't for the internet child you could have took this picture put it in the photo chat and y'all could have went on with your white ass lives yeah uh a white dude posted this photo from Kristen brown Kristen bell's dinner party gets increasingly what the fuck is you got on the table and I, I i think you need to know all these white people to know why that is true because i don't no, I, like i didn't see what was more what the fuck at the other end of the table versus the closest end of the table yeah, um, i'm supposed to give i'm supposed to give a fuck about this shit i don't but the people took it and that's not what they got upset about they got upset that there were no black people at the table uh, no so zero to 100 not times 20 zero i don't give a fuck oh karen's going with a zero on this one all yeah, right taking me. the wind out of myself because i'm going negative 100 i don't care don't give a fuck this is their function they can do whatever they want to at their function this is a rorschach test because if you looked at that shit and all you could think was angry that no black people were there for me that's a look in the mirror and ask why you won't be there so bad situation it wasn't a clan meeting it was a fucking dinner party right i've gone on a lot of events where it was monochromatic up in that motherfucker not once was i like we got to diversify our friend portfolio us you know like i i don't think it was actively like plotting against black folks and for those that say well there are business opportunities at that table well that's the most fucking cynical nepotistic thing i've ever heard and i wonder if you think that about your friends when y'all hang out is the business opportunities you fucking tit for tat transactional ass nigga like is is i really genuinely just went that's a lot of white people and moved on chuckled to myself but i didn't think like they owe an obligation to the world to make sure some black people are at all at every dinner party they go to that just felt weird to me so i i don't know and it felt weird that so many not so many but the, there's a vocal part of black people that i don't man i don't want to transpose macro level thinking to them individually so i will say i don't know individually all of them were coming from what i'm about to say mm-hmm. many of them may not have been coming from that background but it made me wonder if this is like the pursuit of white approval and inclusion for so many black people is taking like this that's all they see when they think about uh when they think about diversity equality and stuff they don't see like a black world or a black community that is black and we're serving ourselves and we're not fucking worried about them i think they see like a world where they're among the black people at the table Mm mm-hmm 
and it, like literally and metaphorically in this sense and I, they see that as progress and i think i am so not i won't say beyond but i'm so like unconcerned with that i'm more of a leave us alone to our own devices to let us move and and if you want to move in white circles that's fine i'm not knocking that right but like freedom to me is the freedom to move right just, it is not a it's not a when i see a table of people having a good time where are the black people there i that you know or, or let's go grab two blacks and put them into this like it's not an affirmative action situation mm-hmm. it's a friendship group and to me it doesn't seem that big of a like it didn't seem like a big deal i i'm sure there's people that disagree that that because there were so many people that were like felt very strongly about needing to be or have or see a black person at that table uh, bitch i'm good this is a dinner party keep in mind not no other races by the way it was a bunch of a bunch of like why are why isn't there a black person there not like why isn't there a lot of people of color it's a lot of yeah I'm going they gotta be black brown. i'm like so if they had one black person y'all would be cool or what how's that work possibility you they gotta have like on them and call them a cool two blacks one asian three middle eastern like what they are the rules yeah uh, so yeah um for me it was a zero is i i couldn't yeah I, I didn't see that picture and then go i i, I chuckled at it i was mm-hmm. like ah white people i didn't think like they owed their friendship diversity to us uh, who gives a fuck i'm not hanging out with them so right and they could have like, invited me and y'all yeah. wouldn't know maybe that's what happened with the black people they know they they say hey you want to come hang out with a bunch of white people in the middle of nowhere and it's like well last time that happened a black woman died and y'all blamed her for her own death so uh, i think i'm gonna stay home uh all right let's get get into something else uh let me do some guess the race I just read something in the chat and i want to address it before because you're right people are going to write in with that opinion and i did see this opinion on social media and i didn't agree with it at the time and i don't now but people were like because this is just like a boardroom at a company it's a friendship group it's dinner with friends right. it is not the same just because it reminds you of something it doesn't make it the fucking same that means if you feel that way then you better look at every fucking picture of everybody out eating everywhere and be like this means these are the only people they would hire as 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 the hr at their companies like companies have diversity mandates rules bylaws a bunch of shit that that don't have anything to do with your friendship group i think and i think that's what really like at its core that's the thing that gets me like passionate is that at its core what you're saying is to you a friendship is a transactional thing you cannot believe these people are hanging out as friends because you don't believe that about anybody it's got to be what am i getting out of it to me that says something about the way you navigate life and i think like a person asking me on an ice cream date we just not on the same vibe if that's how you get down <laughs> and on top of that like everything else is people are own insecurities and they're projecting it which has right. nothing to do with the dinner yeah the jokes were great though 
the black twitter jokes uh, go back and, and look memes. them up i bet you oh i bet you they go were, back and look them up guys. they were top notch my Mwah. favorite my i asked somebody to make a meme for me but my favorite was uh there was a group there was a there was a picture going around of some white people at a party and they were eating chocolate but they had shaped the chocolate into like a, a human body so it looked like they were cer- ceremoniously eating the pieces of a black person or something like an effigy and um so i said can somebody take the chocolate black person and then photoshop him onto the table at kirsten bell's dinner party and uh my man great uncle bob i think he did so it was funny oh <laughs> <laughs> like yeah that's that's good the jokes are great i love the jokes somebody photoshopped them into the submarine oh no yeah i mean it's funny but but am i gonna pretend like no nah, i'm not fucking outraged if i see it in white people in public i'll think the same thing about them as any like i won't be like goddamn racist motherfuckers I, I'm like, oh yeah, the, the, the famous people from the show. Uh, alright, let's go to the, to the guest of race. Kitten killer. Oh! Man, 22 was arrested for killing at least six kittens. <gasps> including microwaving three of them in two months and replacing them with lookalikes so his mother wouldn't get suspicious. What? I know, he's living with his mother, this catch? I take him on ice cream date. I know that's right, Karen. The fuck no. Uh, twenty-two-year-old. You're right, Karen. I'm in catnip date. Twenty-two-year-old uh, <laughs> Illinois man has been arrested for allegedly murdering half a dozen kittens by drowning some and microwaving others. Oh, how the fuck you even took And that, I mean, and honestly, is they weren't even fighting them like Michael Vick was with the dogs. Like, there's no excuse for this. They must have been smaller kittens because adult kittens will fuck you up. That would be a good sketch. A kitten fighting ring. A cat fighting ring. Like a dog fighting ring. But it's, the whole skit is that cats do what the fuck they want to do anyway, so they just wouldn't do it. Right. They just stare at each other and not fight. And then, to, uh, and then they get together and be like, you know what? Let's fuck this human up for even putting right. us in here. You throw them in the, in the cat pit together and they just start like throwing a ball at each other and stuff. You're like, what is this? Reaching for yarn. Fight. Damn it. Fight. Sitting in boxes uh chicago roofer thomas martell has been accused of killing at least six baby cats after his girlfriend told police about a foul smelling bag in his pantry which they cut uh open to reveal to be uh feline body parts oh yes i'm i'm shocked as you can he has a girlfriend what wow wow i but you know what guy like this he ain't gonna stay on the market long he's 22 he got he's highly motivated we know he can stick to things you know he's consistent what a catch uh he's staying with his mama i mean come on this man probably got a recurring card at baskin robbins he's probably gone so many days <laughs> martell from the neighborhood of wicker park has been charged with four counts of animal torture and two counts of aggravated cruelty to animals the horrific details of the allegations were described during his bail hearing what do you do what has to go so wrong in your relationship that you call the police on a smell that's what she did they didn't say she found kittens like, yeah it smelled like death they said she was like it's stinking here oh my god 911 <laughs> somebody it was with them she's like literally you know how you joke somebody that she's like look somebody has died I, right. y'all got to find out what happened pretty sure i'm either dating jeffrey Dahmer or this <laughs> motherfucker is killing cats i don't know but y'all need to come out here and look detectives uh the horrific details of the allegation were described during this bail hearing 
um they said he killed one of the kids at his home and then replaced it with a lookalike uh that says a lot that's now i put now honestly no offense cat people i know y'all listening y'all gonna get upset even though i told you that but y'all know i'm telling the truth this is the difference between cats and dogs because like if you replace a dog with another dog even if it looked alike motherfuckers will know right away yeah because they know the like animals. this ain't my dog man because dogs be fucking up on you and interacting and shit you know your animal you can replace a cat man most people ain't gonna find out <laughs> they won't find out because you'll never see the cat for six months cats do what they want to do they be just going through phases it'd be they like i'm touching you another family and shit you won't even know i'm gonna let you pet me today but then for the next 39 days i'm scratching every time i see you but hey <laughs> fuck it i'm a cat i do what i want to do you still gonna feed me now go on make me some food bitch like they very disrespectful mm-hmm. they don't care if you come home or not you know mm-hmm. so so i so I, my point is he could have got away with this if not for his packing up making the house funky yeah just said a bear them his mom didn't turn him in because she thought the castle was getting replaced did she she said oh mr mittens he comes when the food is ready and he fucking never talks to me any other time and that that's that's just what it is uh but yeah she said she sourced each cat on craigslist so his mom he sourced each cat on craigslist so his mom would not get suspicious um killing it the judge said we're seeing a pattern of going back again and again killing an animal going out and get a replacement kill that one get a replacement kill that one get a replacement and unfortunately this was allowed to continue for a sustained period of time and numerous animals have lost their lives Mm-mm-mm. that that's that's we hate to see it yeah that's that's sad because he get more time for these animals than if it would have been a kid mm. Mm-hmm. that is true message <laughs> it probably depend on the kid though can okay? depend on what kind of kid uh <laughs> that we're talking about here um but it is a trial in chicago so i know who we could get for his lawyer my intelligence mm-hmm. i can see it oh, no! she probably free you know oh you know she free are we done here okay uh but yeah um the judge ordered him to pay $7,500 bail deposit to be but why would you let him out we know how this goes next thing you know he's a cat next thing you know he's chopping up people that's how this escalates have you guys never watched any serial killer movie ever it always starts with the animals and then it escalates his girlfriend first reported the abuse to the mate the abuse to police on may 23rd because girlfriend he told his girlfriend that he enjoyed killing cats and he had been like that since he was eight years old oh them poor cats oh no oh my goodness so these are the ones they found i guarantee you he's been doing this for decades yeah i bet you and now that now that we know it's from his perspective i bet them replacement cats wasn't even close Mm, you know they wasn't they know his mama senile and mm-hmm. got cataracts and shit martell allegedly bought a second kitten named shelly and an adult male cat named reggie who were not harmed so shelly and reggie made it through the shit i know they got ptsd yeah they done or, seen some things or they or them may have been the two that fought back they souls done seen rivers <laughs> they done had to witness a lot of the homies mm-hmm. <laughs> this motherfucker just go out the house with the old cat come back with a new one you got it because you know the cats know the difference you know they do they're like that ain't sam <laughs> what the fuck 
Sam. Oh, damn, Sam. Right? <laughs> they're, they're looking at them like, who are you? Um, uh, he allegedly pulled the unresponsive kid. He drowned a new kitten in a tub of water. Uh, he tried to revive it by doing CPR with his thumb, according to his girlfriend. So she saw this and she stayed. Ooh. He must have got that bomb dick. I don't know what's happening. He must have got her dickmatized. Like, well, how many cats do you watch somebody drown to be like, I'm gonna wait this out though. He go through, he get out of this phase. <laughs> okay. Y'all ain't see him in the gray sweatpants. Okay. You don't know what's happening. He, he don't just kill the pussies in the tub. If you know what I'm saying. Okay. Oh, no! Uh, a few, <laughs> a few hours later, uh, he purchased a third kitten on Craigslist named it Shelly. Uh, he said he wanted to teach it how to swim. Now, who the fuck teaches a cat to swim? Cats hate water, and they right. probably can swim. Uh, right? Naturally, they're probably like, "No, fuck the fuck I do." Cats water. don't swim because they don't want to. Yeah, because they don't want to. If they want to, they can. Uh, but yeah, a few hours later, he allegedly removed a bag from the pantry, told his girlfriend the kitten's body was inside before tossing it down the trash suit. Shoot! Uh, as he turned to Craigslist for the fourth time, his girlfriend begged him to stop so he kicked her out only to call her back for some money so he could buy a new kitten men are trash yes they are oh my god oh my god girl you got to want better for yourself now see I you mean, should she ignored all the red flags you you would you would behoove yourself to go on a few ice cream dates <laughs> yes you would get to know them see if the vibe is right okay that's you what killing the, the cat should be the number one question yeah the, the ice cream date is about the vibe see this is what happens when you skip the ice cream date and go straight to like impress me because then he show up take you to roof chris now you gotta marry this nigga even though he killed cats come on that don't make sense <laughs> sorry karen the edible hit that's uh, this <laughs> This is what it's gonna be for the rest of the show. This is what it's gonna be. It's all funny to me. <laughs> I can look back tomorrow and be like, "This is the most offensive segment on the show." I was <laughs> mad, laughing about killing cats, but I was wrong with Rod. Uh, anyway, <laughs> this nigga turned to Craigslist the fourth time, kicked her out, and then said, "Let me hold twenty dollars, though. I need to." <laughs> I lost all this one tabby on Craigslist, and I I gotta do it, girl. I, we're working I out. Had to pull the plug. I mean, the cat was adorable. Right? Did he pull the plug? Did he uh <laughs> show up with some? uh Did he show up with some like some some sexy music in the background? You know, when he called her to be like, "Baby, I need to uh hold some money to get this new cat." Mm-mm. You know, it's me, baby. I know I kicked you out this morning, but I didn't mean it. She didn't. She was so she did not understand why it was catnip everywhere. Right. Uh. Well, apparently she did. This nigga was telling her i thought she had sussed it out this motherfucker was literally telling her like hey i'm killing cats up here i'm about to drown when i try to bring it back to life you want to watch and so yeah i think she just is a woman scorned she's like the mariah mills of cat murderers because she only mad that he kicked her out that time so that's when she called the cops it's not really about she she could care she's like i could care less about if the cats died or not apparently but you ain't gonna disrespect me and kick me out on the street she don't realize you gonna be next because you know it escalates past the animals most of right. the time like into actually human beings right she literally and figuratively gotta watch out because she might catch a stray um uh 
um she barely made it through the skin of her whiskers that, that's not a that's not even a phrase <laughs> my shit don't got to make sense you just wanted to do one because i did one uh, yep <laughs> uh he uh then the pattern repeated on june 7 with a fifth kitten again named shelly so oh they all uh, named shelly hold up hold up so the shelly that survived is shelly too apparently so like <laughs> what come on oh, man of all shelly but i guess technically shouldn't all the kids be named the same thing like he's a terrible criminal if he bringing home kittens with new names now that's true like you had the, to the mom will catch on yeah the mom need to think they all shelly luckily no cat has ever come when his name was called so you don't even have to worry about that you sure don't she allegedly found graphic videos and photographs of martel with the fourth kitten alive including one caption just before i murdered her oh <gasps> girl girl it don't got to be like this you stayed uh she Ooh, sent the child, woman the ghetto why the woman sent the photos and the videos to herself and then she contacted the chicago police martel's girlfriend took a few days away and returned to his apartment june 23rd to a foul odor first of all a few days away not all the days away why did you keep coming back girl oh my god ain't no dick that good right which she identifies coming from a black bag on a pantry shelf martel told her he had killed three cats in the microwave and put them in the pantry okay now i this is ridiculous because what are the microwave instructions for a cat <laughs> do you do you do, do, do is the power 50 percent? like i don't right. understand is it more like a uh is it more like a, a, a hot pocket or is it more like a lean cuisine like you yeah, gotta we, we're trying to find it out you Last, gotta have steps pull back the plastic stir it up put it back in for flip, three minutes flip it over you know uh oh is it one of them things you know last time i checked i can't speak about nobody else there wasn't a cat button i know it's a potato button it's a popcorn button right you know last last time you gotta I keep checked, hitting the add a minute button is that what you just ah! cooking like every every male I mean, and cooking like every male under the age of 30 that just keep adding a minute on the microwave <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. like you know there's instructions on the box beep, beep. <laughs> i don't give a fuck mm, i think it's about five minutes on the pop tart oh, went too far <laughs> um but yeah he microwaved the cats D- didn't even eat them what a waste of a cat if you're gonna kill an animal like that in a microwave at least eat it uh but yeah so he had multiple kittens in that bag uh he went under underwent a mental health evaluation before turning himself into police on monday that seemed backwards (laughs) don't it seem don't normally be the police arrest you then you get a mental health evaluation that you didn't want to have the whole time who does a voluntary mental health evaluation? It's like, listen, I want to save you some time. Um, right? He's like, <laughs> sir, you're under arrest. Ain't no need to waste your time. I'm fucking Joker out this bitch. Okay, I'm I'm the mask. I'm crazy. Right. Somebody stop me! Come get yes, me, police. They do. They need to come and get you. His private defense attorney, Brandon Brown, told Judge McCarthy that Martel is due to begin a new mental health treatment program and he has no previous criminal convictions karen guess the race of mr martell what's martell's last name thomas martell thomas martell martell is his last name martell uh i'm going white 
karen's going white let's see what the chat room says um <laughs> serial killer in training white okay little damien cue the omen music white <laughs> uh miss barnes says jason Voorhees living with his mom white wet ass pussy white <laughs> cat scratch fevers oh, michael no. Myers training camp says nerdy sensei uh the strays caught a stray from this seasonless uh sociopath says Cass. this white as hell didn't season the cat white white yeah they didn't mention any any seasonings on the cat so i imagine salt and pepper to taste the correct answer <laughs> is white <laughs> looks very clean cut i imagine that's why she stayed you know that being said he still also looked like a whole ass serial killer to me so maybe you can't have it both ways apparently you can't oh my god like was this nigga standing in a mansion girl what was you doing why you kept going back i don't know is, is it weird that in a story about a man killing seven cats or what is a, a half a dozen cats the main question i have is what the fuck was she doing with him is that misogyny that's happening is that patriarchy i don't know <laughs> it's something but it's happening and y'all thinking it too so don't judge me um all right let's go to the next story guess, guessing the race of the woman in this article okay woman. i found old text on my husband's phone he called me ugly chick oh shit did, did they put it on the internet maybe it's a typo maybe he meant ugly chic you know like you was like stylish like you in Mm-mm. it's like oh how your wife look oh she's ugly chic okay she does she in style with her ugliness all right uh you would have thought she was ugly uh last fashion season but this fall bitch we are stunting on these hoes okay she <laughs> she's like that ugly sexy like seal you know where they got a cut on their face with something sexy about it oh no uh jane lewis says a 40 year old from new jersey revealed that she was scrolling through her unidentified husband's phone when uh with permission with permission so he didn't even think he do this so often he didn't even think it was something to get mad about uh when she came what i do right when she came across disturbing text messages from when the two first got together six years ago oh six years ago though oh hmm the the plot thickens Uh, i went through his messages to see who he was talking to him and his friend don't text that often so i only had to scroll back about 10 messages well if that ain't two men being friends i don't know what to tell you right okay (laughs) uh as she quickly scrolled back to the time around the beginning of their relationship she was heartbroken to read how disrespectfully he talked about her to his friend i got to one from when he when we first got together saying he was using me for my money how ugly i am and he won't have sex with me now i ain't gonna lie girl you kind of hurt your own feelings on this one that's sad if y'all been happy for how many years it was (laughs) and Uh, then it's or you you thought you happy right what if he's or what if he's just like clearly i didn't know what the fuck i'm talking about i disagree with myself i stayed here long enough Uh, yeah but you're right he could be like i was right i'm miserable uh the message continued as their now as her now 35 year old husband bragged about an ugly chick who wants me so bad 
insisting she would do anything for him and had already invited him to move into her home although he hadn't fucked her and that he had plenty of other chicks who were hotter than she was well at this point though it's on your husband because that friend remembers those texts and is like bruh you settle for the ugly chick like you talked all that shit look at you i thought you had plenty of bad hoes huh what happened um <laughs> mr hoes um he continued boasting about how he planned to make out with her a little bit this is another thing men do to see seek approval like you know i just like made out with her a little bit talking then, to their friends fuck your friends dog do you if you had a fucking ring cam in this house they over there like mushy facing and, and kissing and making out and shit and, and and he's all in love and she he letting her be the big spoon and shit but then he get on the phone and be like you know how i do with these hoes bro you know what i'm saying i was like i had that bitch on my dick you know what i'm saying uh hold on one second coming honey yeah uh, yeah i gotta go man you know how a bitches be click um it's like how it's like how uh uh married with children had the premise that peg bundy was ugly and you like word right like it's just that's men in a nutshell it's like Mm -hmm. i need this lie to be real to me to make my life be viable um yeah he continued busting my how he planned to make out with her to keep her happy despite the fact that he he looked she looked nothing like the hot girls he sees all the time despite his beliefs that hot chicks are stuck up anyway also it was the personality that went out oh uh, it was pretty bad it was very shocking i was devastated the mother of three also you can't leave confronted her husband of two years who claimed to be remorseful and incredibly embarrassed about his former immature self he was mortified he was pretty upset and apologized he said he felt bad about himself at the time and he wanted to make himself feel better mm, that's deep i see why you married him however lewis will still struggles to come to terms with how to get past these disturbing messages i don't know how well first thing would be not to tell the entire motherfucking world on the internet because it definitely won't go away now this was an l you could have took in private sis in private a lot of people take a lot of l's in private trust me i know that everybody has a ministry but look it ain't a lot of motherfuckers in every pew if you know what i'm saying like you might should have kept this one to, 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 i should took this one to, to bed with you this might just this is a private show <laughs> private showing like her like she got her picture in uh, on the internet and then she blurred her husband's face out well if they know you they know him i think at the end of the day she just wants us all to be like girl you ain't ugly calm down you know uh i thought we had a nice relationship i don't understand any of it he was so nice to me and appreciative of everything i said he was all around uh pretty kind i have to do a double take when i found the messages this man be lying that's honestly i think the real truth is he loves her he knows she was attractive he was having a good time and i think this is why i talk about all these motherfuckers that want to do all my alpha male type shit they're the most fucking i just want to fit in i'm scared to be judged Mm -hmm. i'm scared to be real i need to be cool and uh whenever privileged people want to be cool hurting the person that's under under that that's not privileged in the minority group or whatever that shit right there is a surefire way to be cool so it's like look at me i i treat women like shit i mean yeah she we went on a few dates but it's because you know i'm saying she ugly but i be getting all kind of like he thought that made him look good i do believe he thought that shit Mm -hmm. and meanwhile he was over here holding hands having a good fucking time of course oh man that's so and men do this all the time like i I, like 
amongst my friend group i always be like you don't gotta pretend to hate your wife for me i love mine so i'm i'm not participating in whatever this is so don't tell me that oh bitch want me to cut the grass hey man i i don't do that Mm -mm. and it's also one of those things but it's funny though how men like to claim the 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 stereotype on women and their friends and allowing their friends to influence them men do it too they do yeah. have different ways but they do it too all the if, time if you like it and love it she you know she might be heavier a big ass big tits whatever right. but if that's your motherfucking jam i don't know why you name two good things but yes I, I mean but, but i know i'm just joking <laughs> no problem. but you know but they quote unquote circle is like ew for whatever reason yeah you yeah get rid of something this person that, has a different type of body than people different race different whatever the fuck they dress differently like but i just need boys. to look the coolest and like i've every dude that has friend that's been friends with dudes has experienced that mm-hmm. and if you you know hopefully you get in a good circle people don't have to do that for you but like there's always a guy that's doing the like kind of and like of course people allow that like it's a friend group and if you don't think they mean it mean it you just laugh it off you know but sometimes people seem to pre- convey that they mean it but you look at their life and you're like your whole life is set up with this person you fucking love this person yeah like it doesn't make no sense like why else would you be here yeah like i've seen that shit before but mm-hmm. anyway um um uh she admits she never would have married her husband if she had found the messages earlier she said it seemed like our relationship was based on a lie he didn't treat me like that it was out of character he wasn't the person he was when we were together he was sweet and flattering now she worries about how she could trust him after finding the old messages well you went through the rest of his phone too you say you don't message people often so you ain't find no 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 dick pics you good uh he's clearly a different person to me than what he is with his friends and that's messed up marriage means a lot to him and he said he was never going to get married unless it was someone really special but i don't believe anything he tells me now he could be telling me one thing and other people another all right karen guess the race of this lady white what's her name her name is something lewis one second jane lewis a white okay she's 40 years old from new jersey let's check the chat room see what they believe um but yeah that's that's interesting man yeah, that just feels yeah. like a you shouldn't know that mm-hmm. like, not business yeah uh but i but i also get why it would be hard to process because it's new to you even though it's six years old mm-hmm. ugly betty white plain jane white uh shallow broke brokenness white uh tra- tragic okay uh somebody's teacher white everyone went white on this and you're correct <laughs> now see what i'm saying with the pictures his face is blurred out but she didn't blur her face out and that makes me believe the real purpose of this was to post her picture and to see if we all went damn you ugly you know and i think most people would say no nah, she looks fine mm-hmm. depending on the angle in the day she looks fine perfectly fine i don't like maybe that's some insecurity that that was going up around her looks or something or just the the sense of betrayal of knowing he ever said something like that um maybe that's what it is you know mm-hmm. uh all right let's do one more you're two for two right yay yeah like who would have thought not me okay. who would have thought i ain't already 
racist? How can I be racist about anyone or anything, anything in my life? How can I? Call them niggas. Just call them niggas. It's time to get go race. Gold chain wearing fried chicken and biscuit eating monkey eat baboon big guy fast running high jumping spear chucking three hundred and sixty degree basketball Um I wonder who's gonna slide in that lady's DMs though. Oh somebody wait. Because you know something's listen. What kind of man would treat this woman so cold? I'll be your, I'll be your stepdaddy. <laughs> treat you like you're nothing. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll take you on a trip. <laughs> like, it's gonna be a whole lot of that. Oh. <laughs> uh, Amazon manager who bought Lamborghini while leading a $9.4 million theft ring has been sentenced to 16 years. And Amazon delivering packages for real, apparently. Listen, I'd make them pee on the floor too. Okay, you ah! can't trust these motherfuckers. An Amazon manager who masterminded an audacious ten million dollar fraud that allowed her to buy a Lamborghini and a mansion where she lived with her co- co-conspirator girlfriend is riding off to the big house. Of course, and and my thing is this. Mm-hmm amazon got a whole ass team of lawyers and auditors somebody's going to find this issue like you can't fuck up the balance sheet that bad and somebody they might not catch it today mm-hmm. they might not catch it tomorrow but they consistently do audits they got to work with the federal government and shit like this and somebody gonna be like it's some discrepancies here find out what the fuck is happening right and they're gonna come get you i don't know maybe she just thought they write it off the way sometimes you try to do a return to amazon they'd be like just keep it fuck it <laughs> that, that do be like that sometimes um k rika wortham 32 an operations manager at the e-commerce giants atlanta warehouse was sentenced to 16 years in federal prison for orchestrating the plot time mm-hmm, orchestrating the plot involving six others that six built the e-commerce giant out of 9.4 million dollars she used the stolen money to fund an extravagant lifestyle for her and her 37 year old lover Brittany hudson the couple bought a fleet of luxury cars not a fleet now when she showed up at amazon in a tesla somebody was like on this money that didn't look suspicious this is like after they pulled out the lufthansa heist and motherfuckers were spending money in like goodfellas or whatever (laughs) it's like what y'all doing (laughs) um yeah she had a tesla she had a porsche and a lamborghini as well as a million dollar home in smyma georgia an atlanta suburb near the amazon warehouse a tesla a porsche and a lamborghini and you just driving up to work every day in a different car like nobody gonna know wortham who worked at the amazon facility from about august 2020 to march 2022 was charged she did all this stealing in two years wow was charged with wire fraud last september and pleaded guilty in november Oof. the fed seized the cars and home that she bought with the stolen money of course which were valued at 2.7 million dollars she uh who re- she represented herself in court oh no you know what they said about that yes you the fool yep well she was ordered to pay 9.5 million dollars in restitution to amazon and faces three years of supervised release after she serves her long stint um oh you can pan that off 
nick lotito a lawyer who was who served as a standby counsel for her so not her lawyer but on standby he said the sentence was greater than necessary amazon declined to comment uh so she would submit false invoices for fake vendors and then redirect the funds to herself and six others in the theft ring as somebody who Mm -hmm. works in accounts payable Mm -hmm. this is why companies have checks and balances and Mm -hmm. they like force you to send eeos them them eic numbers and 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 shit like that have monthly audits and stuff yes and also another reason why companies too actually uh go and actually uh do like background checks on companies because some companies are known to send fake bills like they're actually a real Mm -hmm. business but they are known to bill people for shit that they never did before right and so you know this is where that checking so somebody is like who is this company we've never heard we don't have any tax we don't have any any tax record on these people like not trying to find something like this was an easy ass catch sooner like like i said not today not tomorrow but somebody was gonna audit and and it was like who who is this company yeah and it's even worse of course when you're just making the company up right uh it's like two hype brothers and a dog moving what why are we sending them money um uh hudson who owned a business contracted by amazon to deliver packages helped Wortham submit fake invoices to amazon that were worth millions of dollars she was indicted by a federal grand jury on conspiracy wire fraud and money laundering um she also involved a plot where demetrius hines who worked in the loss prevention department for amazon and a human resources assistant laquitia blanchard oh shit uh oh y'all going to jail hines and blanchard reportedly provided Wortham with names and social security numbers that were under oh that were used to falsify the vendor accounts <gasps> okay because i was about to say how did this shit get approved hines bought the stolen pers- personal information from jaquan frazier who also pleaded guilty they gonna get sentenced at a later date but you know they they involved um jamar l james is operation manager at another georgia-based amazon in duluth uh he he got recruited to provide her with false falsified invoices she had a whole network man the doj accused james of continuing to approve fake invoices on behalf of amazon even after wortham left the company in march 2022 so he he tried to keep the party going even though she wasn't even there and uh he, so he got hemmed up all right they're like this doesn't make sense like why are we mm-hmm. still doing this and this person no longer is with the company those charges are still pending for for him and Darrell J. Burgo, the people that sold personal information. Uh, before she was sentenced, she and Hudson were free on bail and worked with a franchising company to try to open a hookah bar called Crew Lounge in Midtown Atlanta. Oh, they were going to shut that shit down? Because that, yeah. that, was, that was part of their money. That's they bar now. Right. Amazon got a hookah bar, apparently. <laughs> Uh, the couple allegedly sent forged court documents signed by a federal judge and stamped with a fake seal of Northern District of Georgia court indi- indicating that the charges had been dismissed. So they tried to, they tried to dismiss their own charges with a forgery? Hudson also- Somebody was like, tap that number in the system. That, that number's not right. Scamming never die. Hudson also allegedly emailed the franchising company false bank documents that inflated the balances of her accounts. When prosecutors learned of the forgery, Wortham and Hudson's bonds were revoked and charges in that case are pending. Oh, that was 
was like you know what fuck that no no bail guess the race of karika wortham oh all's 18 of them is niggas <laughs> that's, a, that's a big group of people <laughs> check the chat room see what they believe uh that's a bunch of niggas says devil bitch uh an enterprising nubian queen just getting reparations okay cypher i love to see it okay she would have been at that dinner party uh get to the bag sis jeffrey and bezos jeffrey of bezos was not letting frankie stoney cleo and lisa pull a set it off on him black <laughs> were them i love how y'all are so open-minded about y'all packages not getting there i love you love to see it <laughs> i'm just kidding i bet if she was still a package y'all be like fuck her i had right. some lotion went missing in 96 and i don't know what happened to it uh jeffrey of Bezos, okay wortham knew her worth black three six mafia crime franchise black these some black she was like well jeff went to space on niggas money so this black ass black white is on the moon indeed Jeff. ppp gone now uh paying on that to be black the correct oh, no. now playing on that too the correct answer is black And that's her yeah you going to the jail yeah i don't know yeah. i don't know the race of her accomplishments but the names of her accomplishments they black to me yeah they do and uh, you're gonna serve all that time and then get out and they go like yeah everything you want for the rest to the to the day you take your last breath on it uh, right at the amazon they gonna put on that tasha k program mm-hmm. they gonna say write it to amazon <laughs> oh man for tasha k I mean that literally. Ah, right? Uh, let's see. A duo is accused of armed. Oh, wait, a pair appear at Blackpool magistrate's court accused of robbery with a samurai sword and an imitation handgun imitation that's how you know it ain't happening in america we got the real genuine article baby okay <laughs> won't play with <laughs> these like, imitations we, we do a fake one okay <laughs> what the fuck is this is it made a cake the fuck is an imitation handgun you had to you had to rest now try the best real guns <laughs> america <laughs> they was like this shit don't even click what is this drop that zero and get with this hero all right there's a daddy put no bullets in this what kind of gun is this a man and 17 year old youth have, have made their first court appearance charged with carrying out a robbery armed with handguns and swords it's alleged threats were made to cut off a man's fingers in the incident <gasps> the duo were arrested oh, no. on sunday following an incident on braithwaite street blackpool a third male is still at large district judge keith allen heard at blackpool magistrates court the 17 year old cannot be named for legal reasons par barwell 43 uh was remanded in custody well 43 hanging out with a 17 year olds they ain't nothing but the devil anyway or some people call it uh the the plot to that hugh hefner um <laughs> tv show <laughs> uh see i'm just kidding guys q having this way older than 43 uh he is charged with robbery possessing a samurai sword and an imitation handgun uh 
the court heard barwell was alleging allegedly one of three males who went into a private house demanding nine thousand pounds from a resident and were threatened to cut off fingers and kneecap a witness by shooting the 17 year old faces the same charges apart from possessing a real firearm well he had a real gun oh Oh. shorty was about it uh he was remanded in custody with that fake shit i told you to get a real gun right he was remanded in custody to a youth offenders unit and will appear in crown court on the same date all right y'all that's everything for everybody for all of this we'll be back uh hopefully uh probably wednesday for sure maybe tomorrow or tuesday too we'll see uh but we'll be back until next time i love you i love you too